if you're like here to regularly give tithe and like normal stuff like that, use the, the envelope that has the orange on the lick part. Uh, but today at the end, we're going to take an offering that's going to go strictly to missions. So nothing stays here. Everything goes out of here. That's the one that's got the green lick part. I don't know what else to call it. Um, so that is going to go in here later. So this is the baskets. That's just normal stuff. So today we are talking about missions. Uh, Thursday night and Friday night, we had big events at the other campus. It was awesome. It was great. And so today we're going to continue that for two reasons. One of those is because God loves us. God flat out with a perfect, always has, always will, never stopping, never giving up, holy, can't be spoken against in any type of way, loves you. And he wants you to know that. He wants other people to know that. And so we're going to focus on missions, work that God is doing around the world because we worship a God that loves us. He's joyful today that you're here today in whatever state you are. He's excited that you're here and you want to hear from him today. The second reason why we're going to talk about missions is there's 6 billion people on our rock who don't know about Jesus. So if the population of the world is 8 billion, there's 2.3 billion, that's what all the scholars say, 2.3 billion people following Jesus. I'm going to cut off the 0.3 to make math easy. That gives us 6 billion reasons to do this. Here locally at Sunnyside, one of the numbers that we talk about is 66,000. That's the amount of people living around our church who don't care about our church. So we're excited about them caring about Jesus because they're going to meet him here. So that's why we do this. We do this because Jesus is good. We do this because people need a relationship with him. And this is something that Jesus modeled for us perfectly. There's a time where he's walking into a town and there's, you know, like you've got your friends where some of them you think, okay, they don't know Jesus, but they're really close. And then you've got other ones and you're like, well, that, no, like that's a million miles away. So Jesus is walking through town and there's one of those millions of miles away people and Jesus sees them. And he says, I'm coming to your house today. And everything about the guy's heart changes in that moment. And Jesus says, salvation has come to you today. And everybody's asking Jesus, why did you pick that guy? Like he's not even close. And Jesus said, exactly. I came into the world to seek and save those who are lost. So those people that we have on our head because of where they are in the news or where they are in relationship, those are men and women who we want to see meet Jesus. And Jesus said, those are the exact people that necessitated my mission. Those are the exact people that I said, it's worth leaving heaven to go after them. And that was us once. And Jesus sent somebody after us into our lives to bring us to him. And so that's why we do all this stuff. Today is a day of action because Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And that means that we get to get moving. So we're going to be in Psalm 46. That's in the Old, Te or the Old Testament part of your Bible. If you take your Bible and open it to about halfway, you're going to be really close. So just get to 46 there and you're good to go. Or you can just do the alphabetize in your Bible app and look, go to the P section and hit that. So uh, this is going to be like our, our where we're at this morning, and it's going to give us a great plan and a great picture of what God is doing around the world through Mountain View Church as we get to go give and pray. Like I said, this is a day of action. This isn't a day of thinking and contemplating. It's a day of doing. So let's look at the first thing. The first thing is we follow God into battle when we go. We follow God into battle when we go, and the psalm starts like that. Psalm 46, verse 1. This is King David, who is the same person uh, who the kids are learning about in kids' church today. It says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So, so means something there. 
is so important because at that point, it stays from something that you just know, something that takes root in your heart. And now it's supposed to move you to action. So like I said, it's a day of action. It's a passage of action because this is who God is. We get to reflect that. Not in our thinking, not in our little like casual memes about the, the end of this passage. It's about action. It's about doing something about who Jesus is in this. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. I love that. So implies action. And God is our refuge so that people can join us in that refuge. God is our refuge so that people can join us there. The peace of Jesus that surpasses all understanding that rules in your heart that got you through COVID, it's not so that you can just keep it to yourself. It's an invitation from Jesus to bring other people into that with you. We're going to watch a bunch of videos from uh, our assets this morning. Uh, and the first one is from East Germany. And as they say, because they're speaking with a German accent, East Germany is the most atheistic region on the whole planet. Like they separated East Germany from West Germany, even after they were combined and stuff, because there's just a sp different spiritual climate over there. They've forgotten what they forgot about God. It's so post-Christian and we get to fund churches there. So let's take a look at the, at the screen and let's hear our first story. Hey Mountain View, this is Alex and Kevin from Erfurt in Germany, East Germany, from Connectkirche, and we are so blessed that you are still connected with us. Thank you for investing in us, praying for us, for funding the church globally, even here in East Germany. We're so excited that you're passionate about planting churches all over the world, and also here in East Germany. Our church, Connectkirche, uh, celebrated their third birthday just a couple of weeks ago, and we have some amazing facts and stats. That's for you. Hey, uh, Mountain View, thank you so much also for, um, yeah, keep, uh, that you kept praying for me and health. Um, I'm doing so good. And we have the little baby boy, Avi. That's Come really on. miracle. But we have also some miracle um, numbers. And behind every number is a person where you invest, prayed through go giving and praying. And we say really thank you. We were able to see on, uh, in this year, seven people got baptized, 15 people got saved, and over the last three years, through your support, thank you so much for all you are doing with Jesus here in Erfurt. We could, we were able to see 27 people got baptized in the last three years. We were able to see 104 people got saved in the last three years. And it's really amazing. The church, the Sunday attendance is on 150 people right now. 142 people are part of our small groups, 19 groups with 31 trained leaders. And everything of that is just possible because you are investing in us and it's so good to know to have you on the other side of the world uh, praying, investing and also coming through all the mission trip that you made here. And I have one miracle story that I want to share with you. This year we were able to baptize a guy who was a former MMA MMA uh, fighter. He was it with the um, Armenian mob and now he's out of all of that, has his own um, little shop 
and through him a lot of other people got to know Jesus and it's so awesome to see how Jesus is building his church with managers but also even with people from from former uh, former mob, mob background and nothing would be possible without you and so we want to say thank you yeah thank you so much that you invested in us that we as apprentices were able to come over learn from you um, that you invested in us thank you for going giving and praying and uh, we hope we we are we're still connected for the next 10 20 30 however yeah. long years um, we're so excited to partner with you and uh, we wish you all the best God's blessing uh, for you in uh, Fresno and also around the world for whatever you invest in that God will multiply it and bless you for whatever uh, you bless others with thank you so much we love you bye 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 That's pretty exciting. 30 people a year in the most atheistic part of, of our world meeting Jesus. That happens because God equips us for battle as we follow God into battle. And that's something that isn't just an East German thing. That, that's a here thing. You were made for today. God wired you. God placed you. God trained you. God took you through experiences that you've gone through because he's going to release you on mission here. The plan isn't that you arrived too late for the 50s. The plan isn't that you're too early for whatever's next. God has wired you here to go and follow him into making disciples who make disciples because you're supposed to be right here, right now. Like that's his plan. He did this in the Old Testament, the first part of the Bible through a guy named Moses. Moses was born as a Jew. Jews were slaves to the Egyptians. And there was a law that came out that every Jewish boy under a certain age had to be killed. And so what Moses' mom did was she put him in a basket, put him down a river, just trusting that somehow the right person is going to get him. And so the right person was the king, the Pharaoh's daughter, got him. And like all daughters say, daddy, can we bring it home? And so Moses, this guy, grew up in Pharaoh's house. He learned the Egyptian language. He learned the customs. He met people. It was a great situation until one day, it was no longer a great situation, and he actually had to flee into the wilderness. And so God chases him down in the wilderness and says, hey, Moses, as a Jew, as somebody who understands Egyptian culture and language and has connections and knows people who know people, you need to go back because you're going to lead my people into freedom. And Moses says the same thing that we would say. He says, I'm the wrong person. In reality, he's the absolute right person because he knows the culture. He has the connections. He knows the languages. He knows how stuff works. He says, I'm the wrong person. And you know, if it was me in God's place, I would list him everything that Moses could do. I would tell him why Moses is the right person for the job. I would say, Moses, this is everything you've experienced. So this is why you're going to be the perfect person. And what God does there is the same thing that God does here, is he tells Moses everything that God can do. He says, it's not about you, it's about me. And so as you follow me into battle, you're not going to see your strength and your power and your influence went out. You're going to be my tool to have my life and my power and my heart for people go through you. And it's the same for Moses as it is for you and me. We're not planted here because we can do great things. We're not a church here in Southeast because, because of our giftedness, everything is going to be awesome. We're here because Jesus has planted us here as a conduit for him to do stuff through us for the 66,000 people who don't know him yet. And so that happens as we go. That happens as we live on purpose. 
You've got the big paper that you were handed as you came in. That's all of the details, all the fun stuff about what's been happening through us uh, this year. And you know how I feel about the big paper. I love it when they call me big paper. Just have to include that every time. But there's a little paper, and there's no rap song that goes with that. Uh, but it's, it's the stuff that moves us to action. And one of the things at the top, it says, live the mission, go. The first thing is, it says, I'm interested in learning more about upcoming mission trips. Yeah, they've been dead since 2019 mostly, but this year as stuff opens up, we're going to send out more mission teams. And some of you need to be on those. For some of you who survived and thrived during outdoor, everything is going to be different every single week, church, you need to go. Because that's the type of heart, that's the type of attitude that God uses on mission trips because nothing stays predictable. So you can check that. I'm interested in learning more about upcoming trips. Second thing says, I'm interested in joining the Mountain View East Campus team with Tony and Roxy Peterson. You know what we learned four years ago when me and my wife Anna and Tim and his wife Robin and a bunch of you came down from main campus is that removing 600 people from the equation sure moves a lot of people into action. And East Campus is at a different stage than we are. They're a lot younger than we are. So if you remove 150 people from the equation, there's all of a sudden a whole lot of opportunities for people like you to step into service there. And I'm not telling anyone to go, but if you feel like the Lord is saying, hey, it's, it's time for you to go, then it's time for you to go. And the same God that brought you here is going to bring you there, and, and he's going to open up opportunities for you to serve, to use the things that you've experienced here, there. And just like you were here, you're going to be a blessing there. So that, that's how we go. And you mark the box on that. You fill out your information. And at the end, you stick it in the envelope and we'll put them all in the basket. But God, we follow God in the battle when we go and we fund the battle when we give. We fund the battle when we give. Verse four, it says, a river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the most high. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Like everything in that passage is good. God shows up and things start to change. When missionaries showed up to places that were unreached, you know who got changed, you know whose lives changed? It was the poor, the vulnerable, the oppressed. Because within the mission of God, within the story of Jesus, you see his heart for people that nobody else sees. And so we fund the battle when we give because we bring a river of blessings into places. And we give so that people can have a past life. Now, some of you have a past life the way that life was before you met Jesus and then everything changed. That's a testimony to God's greatness. And when we fund missions, we give people the opportunity to say like you can say, man, that was my life before I met Jesus. We pour into, we fund people's stories. We got a story about how that's happening on the other side of the world. Let's roll tape. Hello, dear Mountain View Church. It's so nice to share with you what God is doing in our lives. Maybe you can already see we are not in Germany, but we are back in Cameroon. And this for around three months. During this time, we want to plant new churches. We want to train pastors and we want to help in the prison. But today, we don't want to talk about the future with you. We want to say a big and special thank you. 
thank you because we are already partnering with you around about four years and it's been amazing during this time. So we want to say thank you for all your investment in our ministry. We can feel that you are praying for us and we want even to say thank you for all your financial support. Because of you, I could finish already the half of my studies in intercultural leadership and we could even finish this year with one building and you spent also a lot of money for this building. We want to say thank you. And in the last years, 19 churches were planted, about 2,150 people got saved, and 216 people were baptized. So, a special thank you for you because this is possible because you're investing. So, as you can see, this is really a large amount of people accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And this is also just because of you. We want you to know that you are part of all this. Because mission is always based on three things. The first one is going, of course. But the second and the third is giving and praying. Not everybody can go, not everybody can give, but everybody can pray. We are going, but we are feeling that you are praying. But you are also investing in this ministry and sharing our vision. So, a special thank you that we can see that the kingdom of God is expanding because of the teamwork of the partnership. And to give you a little insight of our work and how it is affecting the life of people, we want to tell you a short story of a young woman who had a life-changing experience. I preached in the prison, in the biggest prison in the state, and in this prison uh, where a woman, this woman had a very sad story, life story, and she asked me to pray for her. She told me that uh, her husband, a Muslim, were married to two women, and he killed one of his wives, and she was now guilty for the death of, of, of the first wife. So she was condemned for 20 years in prison, and now she's already sitting about 10 and a half years in the prison and still waiting nine and a half years to be released. So I just prayed for her, and I didn't doubt what will happen. But after my prayer, the prison pastor called me after several weeks, and he asked me that a woman is so looking for me everywhere because after my prayer, one miracle after another happened in her life and you cannot imagine what happened she was called to court and she was called innocent and she wasn't prepared she was just happy thanking god that she that he changed her life completely so we see that uh, in the life of people god is really making a difference and this is also a point where we just want to say thank you you are um you are impacting people and we are just seeing what God is doing. So, stories like this can happen because of you investing in our mission. Thank you. And May God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. I just hope that church is still standing after the hurricane blows through. <laughs> There are certain things where in the U.S. we wouldn't shoot that video because it's too windy, but in Cameroon, no one cares. So we, we give because we want to tie our hearts to the work that God is doing around the world. And if you, if you watch videos like this and you think, okay, that's cool, I don't really care, you hear me on this, that's normal, okay? 
Jesus tells us that our heart follows our wallet. It will always be that way. And as we tie our hearts to things that are eternal, like the growth of God's kingdom, that's what we care about because our hearts follow our wallet. And so what we're doing as we give is we're a funding mission, but we're also preparing ourselves to care one step more. Is in one more way, one more way beyond Sunday morning, you're tying your heart to work that God is doing in the world. And so we invest our treasure in the kingdom of God. We invest in giving people a past life. Nothing changes if we don't, if we don't go, but nobody can go if we don't give. And so it's going to be great. And this is what they're talking about in kids' church. A couple weeks ago, they got the little boxes. Each week, they've been passed out uh, since we, we did it first because not everybody's at every single week. And so when we announce the total in a couple weeks of everything that's been given, it's going to have a bunch of numbers, and it's going to have some cents at the end. And the reason it's going to have cents is because Kids don't always pay in regular dollar bills and numbers that end in a zero or a five. They pay in what they have. And that's a symbol of what we're going for. We're going for full participation. Based on who we are, not everybody can give matching gifts. That is good. That's normal. That's part of us glorifying Jesus here across all different people groups. But what we're going for is each of us tying our hearts to that each of us tying our hearts, having full participation from the oldest to the youngest in here to take a step forward, to tie our wallet and our heart to work that God is doing around the world. So back on the page, it says, uh, today I'm gonna give a gift of blank. You can write it down. Uh, if you don't have a checkbook, which would be almost all of us, uh, go to mountainview.org give, and you can go and give uh, through your card. That's what I'm gonna do in between services, uh, and that's how we're gonna give. You mark that on there, and you can say, this is how much I gave. I gave online, or you, this is my check, this is my cash, put it in the envelope, and then you drop it in here. And if you're here and you didn't plan to give, that's fine. Say, this is what I'm going to get in by November 30th. Uh, and then that's when we'll, we'll total up the secondary total for how much was given, how much was released into the mission. What we want to do is we want to raise $501,000 this weekend across all of our campuses and all the events to fund work that people like Marcus and Cindy are doing in their corner of the globe. We get to tie our wallet to that. And as good things happen, we're going to report them here. We're going to celebrate them here. And you get to celebrate knowing, hey, I gave to make that happen. And that's one of the blessings of Jesus for us. So we follow God into battle when we go. We fund the battle when we give. And we fight the battle when we pray. We fight the battle when we pray. In verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. I love that. And in, in all the chaos that's at the beginning, the oceans and the earthquakes and this and that and the kings and all this stuff, it ends with God saying, I'm going to be God. And the nations will honor me. Every yeah, I will be honored in every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. That means that God is going to win the battle. And one of the places that we get to serve is completely in a battle zone right now. It's the country of Myanmar. Part of what we give goes to launch churches and fund church plants in a place where a military coup has knocked off the government. People are going through and killing doctors because they feel like doctors opposed to the coup. And so now COVID is coming behind and there's no doctors alive to treat people. And so what's happening is the church is stepping in and you get to fund that. In this room, there are a lot of people with a, how do you say it nicely, unique skill set to go over and fight in Myanmar and see some stuff happen. But that's not the way that we're called to fight. 
That's not the way that God has wired us and gifted us to fight. Instead, he says, I want you to bring your battles to me. And so we fight in places like Myanmar by praying. We fight there by praying for men and women there who are doing the work of Jesus so that people who are far from him in a predominantly Buddhist nation can come to know Jesus. And so we can engage in that from Southeast Fresno because God hears our prayers and God mobilizes our prayers to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. Let's look at one more story. Hey there, Mountain View family. I love you. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. Uh, we just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you for your partnership with us. It's making a huge difference in Southeast Asia. Um, thank you for giving. Thank you for going. Thank you for uh, praying for us. And thank you for your partnership in the gospel. So we are just seeing Jesus move a lot this year. We've seen people come to Christ. We've seen people baptized. One of those women, her name is uh, Thanda Wei, and she uh, was working a factory job here in Thailand, broke her arm, and then was unable to work. And so she actually moved into the church where her cousin is, one of our newest pastors. And he was thrilled. He just began to share the gospel with her while she was stuck there with him. She gave her life to the Lord and was baptized this last March. And I sat with her the other day as she was just crying over the situation in Myanmar, fearful for her family's lives. And yet she just said with tears in her eyes, I have such hope in Jesus and I'm so thankful. And I know that he is watching over my family and that he is gonna draw them to himself. And so thank you for partnering with us for, for people like this woman who might be a potential church planter or leader in the future. God can do anything and we're excited. We're also really excited uh, that we're pressing into new areas and seeing opportunities for new church plants to be birthed. We have leaders, so their names are Sue and Tu. They've been serving with our team for eight plus years. They've planted a few churches, they've raised up new leaders, and now they're feeling God calling them into this brand new area, into a place that has a lot of factories, all home to Myanmar migrant workers. And so they are actually picking up their family, them and their three boys, moving to a new city, and they're gonna start a, hopefully a cluster of house churches in all of these factory compounds. And so keep praying with us, and we are so thankful for your partnership, which allows them to press into a new area, share the gospel, and do discipleship. Thank you! Thank you so much! And we, we fight the battle when we pray. I mean, this is how we get engaged. This is how we tie our heart to, to work that God is doing. This is things that we can do from here to benefit what's going on over there because we worship and we pray to a global God. So how do you make that happen? Uh, one of these, the easy practical one, is to pick up one of these. This is a stack of cards for all the assets that we support and their kids. And on the back of them, it's a short description of how you can pray. And if you're a parent with kids at home, what we do... <clears throat> is uh, starting on Monday, we're going to restart because honestly, we started it last time and then it kind of fizzled out. Um, we pray for an asset a night at dinner. We just go through the stack. Who's next? And if I know them, I'll text them. Hey, how can we pray for you? You're up tomorrow. Uh, and there's a little write-up on the back. So if you've got the kid who wants to know exactly what to do, Ellie always has the card and she's going to read off everything that's on the back because she's Anna miniaturized um, and she wants to do everything correct the first time. Micah prays for the same thing. God, just help them. Uh, and and this is how we engage the next generation in praying for people uh, whose names they might not be able to pronounce, but we're giving them a heart to pray for the world. 
for the rest of us, um, there's some opportunities to pray on there. Uh, two workshops that are coming up, uh, and then a Sunday morning prayer meeting where we meet every week at 9 a.m. to pray for the church and pray for what's going on here. Mark that and put that in the thing. And then there's two other missions prayers that are focusing on work that's happening outside the walls of the church. Bottom line in all this is that you and I are made for today. We're made to do damage against the kingdom of darkness today. We're not out of date. We're not out of step. We're not out of time. We are made for today. God has put you where you are to make a difference. And he's calling you today. We're calling you as a church to step forward into action. Not everybody can go internationally, but everybody can go home. Everybody can go to your street. Everyone can go to your school. Everyone can go to your job tomorrow and live as a light there. Parents, go home and you're going, your first step of going is to raise up the generation that lives in your house with you for them to love and follow Jesus. That is your mission trip and you start today. And as you do that, Jesus is gonna flow through you and he's gonna work through you to do what you never thought possible. We can go in some way, we can give something and we can pray. We can pray as God brings things to our heart and we can also pray out of discipline to say, this is the ways where I'm gonna put myself in a place to be used, to be shaped, to be taught, for my heart to be formed and filled around work that God is doing around the world. We're made for today and today is our day to step into that. Let's worship and respond.